intuition is a very altruistic state generally it's not just what's good for you it's what's good for people around you life business hi i'm julie hyde and i'm passionate about inspiring leaders to step up and lead and be powerful role models for those around them my guests are all doing just that and i ask them to share how they are making it count and how they have created their success I can't wait to share their amazing stories with you. Craig Wilson is a founder, director, mentor, speaker, best-selling author of Intuitive, and he has over 30 years and 40,000 hours of meditation, intuition, teaching, and self-healing experience. Over the past 30 years, he has built a world-class conscious life and business and has experience with international entrepreneurs, investors, Fortune 500 companies. Craig has developed a disruptive structured decision-making model technology for social impact investors, boards, CEOs, business leaders globally to make better decisions than ever believed possible. And this enables business leaders to make important structured business decisions with clarity at speed and on demand, which sounds really good to me. He started his career in business determined to make his father proud, having watched him work three jobs for most of his life. He applied that work ethic that he learnt from watching him as a child and threw himself into becoming a success in business in the shortest possible time. But despite the symbols of outward success, the price was too high and he was dying inside. His mind, body and spirit was ultimately broken down from the stress and pressure. And this led him down a path of healing and transformation, returning to his true self, as he rediscovered his calling in life. I think there's something in this chat for everyone. And I think many of us can very much resonate with part of Craig's story. So I really hope you enjoy my chat with Craig. Craig, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me here, Julie. It's it's a real pleasure. Oh, absolutely. I'm really, really excited to talk to you today about all things intuition. So we'll just jump straight into it, if that's okay. It sounds fantastic. Good. Now, I'd love for you to share with our listeners a bit about your, your journey, a bit about your background and how you've landed to where you are today. Great question. Well, if we go right back uh, to being a babe, I was always intuitive. Now, I so I talk about in my uh, international best-selling book, Intuitive. We are all intuitive, but obviously some people have mm. different gifts uh, and some of your audience members will know what I mean. But So as a child, I remember being very intuitive and I could recall, and even as I say it now, I go straight there, even being in the crib, I could see frequency around me. That's something that people have a more of an understanding to now, a lower frequency or high frequency, and I could see this energy. And again, as I say it, it's one of my gifts is, is uh, remote viewing, you know, from accessing uh, that pineal gland, our third eye. And I could actually see energy floating around me. And uh, it was quite interesting. And, and I, it made me feel safe, like a bubble. And what was interesting is I used to use my hand to touch it and it, and it would move. And then uh, over time, I realized I could use telepathy and actually with my mind move the bubble. And while I'm talking to you now, I can, I can still see it nearly 50 years later. So it starts way back. 
uh, I, yeah, I was brought up Catholics and <laughs> so I would try and talk about these intuitive experiences that I had and things that I would see and, and my friends would sort of understand some things but they just weren't having as vivid experiences of energy. I was predicting things, I was feeling things. Just as we were sort of getting ready, you were you know, feeling me out when I was getting into the zone before the podcast. So that's an example of it for some of you. And of course, women are very um, intuitive. And we'll talk more about that um, later on if we get a chance. Yeah. Uh, but I thought I might be playing for the wrong team. You know, I might be playing for the dark side. So I sort of, you know, settled it down a bit and didn't share as many of my experiences. But I was very sensitive to people, crowds, those kind of things people's pitch and tone of voice also i um, burnt my foot badly and i didn't speak from the age of 18 months to three or four so i think that was a time of observation as well so i, I don't think that went against me um, mm. i think it, it taught me to go inward and, and observe then when we go up towards school uh, uh again i was very sensitive uh, and I, I was a normal guy like i played rugby i played football i was you know, did all those things in the 70s but I was also had a sensitive side and I can recall uh, grew up on the northern beaches looking up the cul-de-sac and I felt half in and out of my body. And this is the big one when I knew something was like really happening. And mm. I think it was like 1978, 79, and I'm looking down at my hands, Julie, and I can see straight through them. Oh, my God. I could see them. They were just pure energy and I turned my hands over one way or the other, and they were just pure electricity, and I could actually see the universe in my hands, star systems, solar systems, and I knew that I was here for, for some big stuff, and then it shut down, and I never spoke about it. It was like a movie, and as you know, back then, we only had like, I don't know, Star Wars and mm. Star Trek. We didn't have you know, only a few TV stations even in Australia, believe it or not, for younger viewers, three, mm. I think three or four <laughs> stations. Yeah, And I was like, wow, what do I do with this? But it shut down and then I only recalled it later in life when I was in my early 30s. And, uh, and yeah, and so it's quite an extraordinary thing. And then it came back and it sort of had this. So I intuitively knew I was here at a great time in history, which we are. Like it's an extraordinary time to be alive. It's very challenging, but it's also a beautiful time to be alive if we can get it right. And then through my life and my career, I, I went into IT so worked with some big companies like Cisco and SAP and around um, management consulting, Price Waterhouse and things like that. So worked in the UK, throughout Europe and Asia, uh, and then did uh, did quite well at that. But also realised I was in transition because I, I had a, a job um, at Telstra when I was a little younger. I was an account director uh, in Byron Bay of all places, and um, I intuitively felt I would move back to the the area, Byron Bay, and um, and uh, the Gold Coast, which I which I have done, and um, then I yeah went overseas that, that and travelled did all those things. Went into financial services and uh, actually was involved with green energy 10, 12 years ago. So interesting, I was in the energy sector actually a bit longer than that now, fourteen, fifteen years ago, and um, set up an investment fund. And then uh, you know I was doing all this energy work. I've been meditating for ooh, I've been meditating now for about over 30 years so I was doing all the business stuff but also meditating mm. I did a lot of transcendental meditation and other techniques and made a huge investment in myself and which was great and then I realized I needed to do my own thing and uh, I started burning I burnt myself out a couple of times and I was working 18 hours a day so I was creating this 
global healing centers through financial services. And I created nearly a $2 billion fund, but nearly killed myself doing it. And then realized that wasn't what I needed to do. If I was mm. half as good as I thought, I needed to get out of that financial services world. So I did. And, I, and then that cost a relationship. And you can imagine that cost a lot of things because I was a real high flyer and uh, chairman of my own investment fund. And then I just let go of all of those identities. And um, then I focused on my healing work. And uh, I uh, went through some own, my own healing, uh, studied medical intuition, and then created my own medical intuitive practice, which was extraordinary. So I was basically like an energetic spiritual doctor and helped people with all kinds of things, doing in-person and remote healing. So using this frequency, using this energy to tap in, tune in, view, see, use my remote viewing, look inside a person, the human body, blood, bone. There's nothing that our intuition can't access because we're all connected. So I did that for a long time, 12 years. I realized I kind of had done enough of my own healing work and it was quite exhausting. I was seeing up to 45 clients a week and 100 phone calls and I was traveling. And it was burning me out again. And mm. spirit, universe, God said to me, you need to teach people how to heal themselves. So that's when I wrote Intuitive, how to uh, access uh, your own birth-given intuition. And uh, we'll see this year, but potentially I'll write my next book, Healer. So what I've done now is I work with high-performance people, um, predominantly women, some men, uh, women, because I want to scale and grow it, and they generally are more open to intuition. Um, men tend to be more logical. So I work with executive women, entrepreneurial women, to teach them how to access their heart and their gut so that they can make decisions in the right order uh, rather in a logical way. And if you look at the way the world is, we've got so much information, so much uncertainty. Um, Decision-making has never been more important, so we yeah. still use logic and intellect. We just make sure we use them in the right way or, as I say, feel no, yes or no. Yeah, absolutely. My God, what a fascinating story. And I want to come back to when you saw, like, your hands as energy, like, Mm. my God, that's amazing, and how it shut down. But Mm -hmm. first of all, I think, like, for intuition, Mm. and you did say that women are naturally highly intuitive and it can sound a little woo-woo to some and mm. potentially, you know, men who, as you said, are more logical, but but it's incredibly powerful for those who understand how to access it. But can you just tell, like, what is intuition? Like, what is it? <laughs> intuition is a knowing without logical reason. You just mm. know that you know that you know. And I talk about in my book, I think I feel I see I know so you think something you feel it you feel it in your waters you know and we'll get into that Uh, you know it you just know that you know that you know or you see it in your mind's eye Um, intuition is is coming from love and I talk about that my programs there's romantic love there's condition sorry conditional love romantic love and, and unconditional love and universal love and universal love is basically a frequency of how everything's connected um, firstly, women tend to be more intuitive because uh, of maternal intuition and their connection gently with children. Our heart is the first cell in the body, so I'll jump around a little bit here. We'll get into science. Our heart is the first cell in the body, then the gut, then the brain. So our heart has more information going from the heart to the brain than the other way around. Okay. Interesting, yeah. 40,000 um, neurons in there. 
and our, our head has as little as 10 million neurons and our gut has as, as much or more as 500 million neurons in our gut. Wow. So it makes sense to listen uh, to our intuition. So uh, women tend, but of course men have intuition, a la mm. myself too, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, because of the blood-brain barrier. So we're all um, female initially and then that changes through the blood-brain barrier. So, you know, so men access, you know, access intuition. Mm. But if you speak to most successful men and women and, you know, however people identify themselves these days, um, you'll find that 70% of the most successful beings, people on the planet, use intuition. Mm. They're either aware of it or not aware of it. So they had a gut feeling, X, Y, Z. What intuition isn't, which isn't spoken about enough, is fear. What intuition isn't is ego. And that's where most people get it wrong. They go, oh, yeah, I know what to do. Or so, well, do you know what to do? Well, where's it coming from? Well, I can, you know, in my head, okay. Well, what about it? Well, it's going to be a good deal. Okay, who, who's it going to be a good deal for? Oh, it's going to be a good deal for me. Or so, well, what about the customer? Oh, it'll be okay. Well, that's not intuition. Mm. <laughs> Intuition's a very altruistic state. Generally, it's not just what's good for you, it's what's good for people around you, life, business, you know. So it's a higher standard play, um, but it's very powerful and um, it's interesting. I felt it's going to be one of the biggest things there will be. Intuition is, is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I'm just um, blessed. I've been to a long time and I've done some, some, some ancient studies on it and they said there would be a time where we'd be moved more into our heart and our intuition. It's interesting. I only found that out a year ago because my goal is to create a heart-based intuitive world, not an emotional world. I just want to make that clear. Not being emotive and, you know, a fleeting, like a resonance, a trust, a faith, a confidence, you knowing decisions, knowing what's yeah. right, loving yourself, but without ego. That's, that's very, very different. Yeah. Fascinating. Gosh, there's so much there. So intuition can be something that screams at us. Like we know that we should be making a particular decision, but we shut it down. Um, 100%. Especially then, women. That's the irony. Yeah, uh, totally. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm probably talking from experience <laughs> here. But, you know, speaking to so many people, men, women, and like you say, who, however people identify mm. themselves, it's um, I knew I should have made a different decision to what I did. I should have listened to my intuition. So why why do we do that? I think, well, there's a number of reasons, but fear or people, you know, follow the money. Mm. You know, intuition, you know, not all the time, but a lot of the time is the best thing to do for the medium and the long term. And knowing what to do makes no difference, Julie. Yeah. That's probably one of the biggest things I'd like for your audience to get across. Knowing makes no difference. It's what actions you take because you can know what the... As, as you know, part of my work is how to make clear, fast and accurate decisions yes. on demand has been for a long time. And that's where I work with private offices, yeah. very powerful executives, um, you know, Fortune 500 here all over the world, and they love it. But intuition is a very, as I said, altruistic thing. Mm. So I only work with people that align with my values, which are faith, truth and love. So people... If there's not an equal exchange and if, you know, they're, they're mixing their values around depending upon, well, I want to use my values and ethics now and not here. Well, sorry, that's, you know, I'm not the right person yeah. because intuition requires a high standard of ethics yeah. um, for it to work and flow through you. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get back on track. So fear is the big one. Mm. 
So let's break down what fear is and what I mean by that. That's the primal emotion I'm discussing, sadness, depression, anxiety. And, you know, Julie, for ourselves, you know, high-performance anxiety. Let's just get really honest with you because most of you high-performers out there, guess what? You suffer from high-performance anxiety. And guess what? That's because you're a high performer and you really, really, really care. Mm. And if you look at the greatest singers, the greatest performers, the athletes, Olympians, high performance anxiety. And that's where I specialize in is helping you with that. It's, and, you know, I've got to a point where I was in a senior finance role and I was sitting down and I said, oh, I'm just, you know, I, I wasn't feeling great. I was under a lot of pressure at the time while I was setting up the company on the side. And I went to the doctor and they said, how he said, oh, not sure. Anyway, I had an irregular heartbeat. They said, you're suffering, you're having an anxiety attack while I'm having a normal conversation like this. And I got taken to hospital as a Category 2 patient. Oh, my God. Right? So what I'm trying to say, and I was calm. (laughs) So I wasn't losing it. I just suppressed it, said I'm a big boy. You know, I'm here. I've got to do it. I think it was mid-30. And um, and then even when I grew it to a point of... uh, I had 32, 33 staff and signed a massive contract with uh, Energy Australia and uh, and we're doing their retail sales. And then I collapsed in the bathroom and thought I was dead. I said, I'm too young to die. So knowing, I think I had that bit that I was going in the right direction, but I was pushing it too hard, you know. And um, anyway, that wasn't the right business model because, as you can imagine, the energy sector and yeah. then we had Morris Yemmer who resigned and we were working with the Premier. It was just, anyway, green energy has taken a lot longer. It is where it is. But I had half of it right, but I didn't have the self-care right. So now self-care is really critical. So it's, it's, it's using intuition and a high frequency in self-care life and business. And that's how I live my life. And those that know me and, and my work, that's my high-performing clients here in globally. We all focus on self-care, our morning rituals, yeah. getting ourselves right. But to come back, fear, sadness, and also self-worth. Like they, they, they you know, because, you know, to be direct, it could be a, I'm in the wrong relationship. Yeah. And I go, I know it, but don't want to face I mean, it. And I've got a few clients there right now. Mm. Or my business isn't earning the money I want it to, I need to take more action. So you've got to put yourself out there. I've got to do more social media. I've got to do mm. more publicity. You and I met through our, through our PR yeah. publicist and and, and, uh, and branding person. And um, so therefore you've got to look at that self-sabotage. A lot of people don't follow their intuition because they're sabotage. Um, or they, um, in the female instance, and male, but Women talk to their friends and get caught up in the fears of their friends or they try and sympathise rather than empathise. So empathy, I hear what you're saying, you know, let me know if you need help. Rather than, oh, you poor thing. Oh, how could you? Oh, my God, I can feel it. And then now your vibration's dropping and now you've gone from, oh, I'm going to follow my intuition and I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this decision. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to turn over X million dollars and I'm going to give away to charity. I just feel so blessed. (laughs) You can tell I've just come out of a program with 10 women for the last eight <laughs> weeks. And then, you know, one thing, just one thing is said or not, um, you know, or, or not taken the right way and, and then pop. And just, mm. just like getting a pin and popping that balloon. So it's a difference. Intuition also is a difference between knowing it's your mind talking mm. to you, um, your ego or what you want to hear. And that mm. takes practice and, of course, you know, I've got, programs to help you uh, integrate so that's a long answer but basically fear sadness anxiety 
being afraid, self-sabotage, talking to the wrong people. And that's where the great thing is who are the five people you're spending the most time with. And, yeah, you know, I think that's the greatest advice I've had in working with billionaires is who are your five people? That's my only mm. advice. And one of those <laughs> you could say is yourself. You're spending mm. the most time with yourself, so you've got to really check in with yourself. Yeah, you've got to make sure that your your mindset is is where you want it to be. Absolutely, I agree with that. And now for a quick break. If you were listening to this podcast, then you understand how important leadership is to your success. And that starts with you. How you lead yourself will impact the performance of your business, your team, and your career. That is why we developed the Role Model Effect Program. This program is designed for those who want to sharpen their leadership tools and be a leader that people want to work with. It's seven weeks, a value-packed and laser-focused course spent on crafting your leadership for success. You will walk away with absolute clarity on what you need to do to be a successful leader. The results our participants are achieving speak for themselves. So, if you understand that leadership is the key to your success, contact Julie to find out more at juliehyde.com.au. So touching on what you said before and bringing this, I suppose, into a business context for those who need to understand is by using your intuition, it enables business leaders to make important structured business decisions with clarity at speed and on demand. And I'm paraphrasing Mm. you there, quoting you. I was going, wow, Um, which he's mentioning structured decision-making. That's fantastic. Okay, very good, Jules. (laughs) I think we all want more of that. I agree. Um, particularly in a confused and very fast-paced world. So tell us more, Craig, about that. Well, I think the, my latest explanation of, of what I do is combining your intuition with your intellect to access your inner genius, and that, mm. that's really what it is. Yeah. And there's Julie's genius, you know, your giftedness and your insight, your understanding, your experience, and all the things that you've gone through in your life and your career. But guess what? There's also your genetics. There's your epigenetics. So there's all the experiences, mm-hmm. right? So basically how to make clear, fast and accurate decisions on demand is to know how to get out of fear, you know, and what other, what, what's the right decision for somebody else and knowing what the right decision for you. So in corporate, you know, you can make those decisions and obviously we still got to deal with politics and boards mm-hmm. and, you know, management. Because otherwise you might only have a couple of people on your wavelength Mm. because people are going to make decisions based on money or fear or career Mm. or, you know, know, those narcissistic tendencies and all of that. And that's like 30% of of a lot of leaders, unfortunately, because they get rewarded in a certain way. So, Mm. uh, you know, it's... And it's also, you know, having the courage to follow through on those decisions. So that's the big one. And um, and then finding like-minded people. So that's, you know, where people are interested, reach out because that's what I didn't have, you know, 20, 30 years ago was a like-minded community or the internet was the early stages. So it was books or the odd person or someone in a spiritual bookshop or whatever or you bump into someone and go, oh, yeah. You know, you know, I, I didn't have a word for it, you know, trusting yourself. But, you know, the, and then also once you tap into your own, you know, I've created business models on this, like there's there's your intuition, but then there's accessing the universe or God, whatever you want to call it. For me, it's God and uh, a, a greater God, not beyond the Christian God. Like I think that's a good place to start. It's much more mm. universal than that. And it's a label. 
And then you have access to everything. And as, as Einstein said, you know, like a lot of people don't know, the, even the internet is instant. It, there's actually a delay. They, they put a delay in there depending on how much you pay. But it's instant. And there's been a lot of experiments. So even Einstein talked about, he loved intuition, by the way. He said it was the greatest mm. thing ever. He said that everything is instant. So, for example, if you were in Melbourne, which you are, and I'm, you know, in southeast Queensland, but if someone, if you, if we had some of your blood cells in in London and they were put under stress, do you know that your body would feel that instantly where you are right now? So time and space are concepts. I know this yeah. is big stuff, but there is no time and space. They just they, that's an agreed construct that we're in, and you know people can go down rabbit holes with all this, but. Everything's instant. So where am I going with this back to intuition and decision-making in business, because that's what you want here, is that we're all connected. So we're more intuitively connected. You can work out how you can work out intuitively how you feel about someone, how they feel about you quicker than their thoughts or mine reading, right? Yeah. So you can talk to someone on the phone in Paris and you haven't spoken to them in 10 years and you can just yeah. feel that connection, especially if they're an old friend. So that's what we're tapping into. And if there's no fear and ego and you're doing it for the right reasons, then wouldn't you trust your instincts? Mm. But you've got to refine your instincts because most of us have. So the science of that, to talk about an intuitive, uh, 60,000 thoughts uh, per day, Stanford tell us, 95% of those thoughts are negative and up to 90% of the thoughts we had today, we had yesterday. So you've got to break that cycle of negativity you got to interrupt that negativity to give your intuition a chance. And to do that, you need to slow down. And as I said, I've meditated for a long time, 40,000 hours of meditation. is I've actually hacked meditation and I call it an activation. So I teach a shorter meditation period where you can access your heart, gut and brain. And then before an important meeting or phone call, you raise your frequency. In other words, get out of fear, get out of sadness, stop overthinking it. Yeah, and get yourself calm and grounded, because people talk about energy work, and that's brilliant. Yeah, but we don't want to be. Hey, man, how are you doing? Hey, this is cool. Like, no, we're not talking hippie vibes here, uh, and that's fine. We're talking about grounded, centered, mm. grounded and centered, and we listen and we respond rather than reacting with fear. We're responding with love. We're responding with connection. We're listening with our hearts. We're listening with our gut. We're listening with our energy. And then we are shown where we're at and what answer, yes yeah. or no. It becomes binary. Yeah. And um, and there's more work, you know, obviously there's, there's more tools and protocols that I've got when uh, when people work with us. Yeah, absolutely. So, wow, you covered a lot there and you've actually covered, you know, in terms of getting out of fear, having the courage to mm. follow through, um, having a like-minded community around you. Mm. Um very important and you'll start searching seeking that out for sure yes but i think one thing that really hit me then is probably the last thing you mentioned in terms of slowing down critical being grounded and centered mm-hmm. which is something that in our world we're so you know hyper and digitally connected that we we're not necessarily grounded or centered <laughs> and we don't necessarily like slowing down because it feels like we're being unproductive whereas it's a complete mm. opposite it's a complete opposite you know so you know to slow you know to go chinese proverb 
faster. You need to slow down to go fast. Yes. But um, slowing down, especially for women. Now I could write a book just about teaching women how to slow down. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the it's interesting, even the ones I work with, if they're good a few hours a week, they're doing well. They can yeah. have two or three hours. And what I'm looking at doing is saying, well, hang on, how about if we can do this kind of three or four times? And then generally, you know, they have to get up earlier than every the household, um, do their program, their activation, and then maybe a little in the afternoon if they're entrepreneurs or founders or working from home. And then later at night, I need that quiet time. And they yeah. all just, it's its the most exquisite thing for anyone, yeah. especially women, uh, executive women, entrepreneurial women, because that's where all those special insights come from. That's mm. when the aha moments, that's when the, the voice comes, the whisper or the loud booming voice, you must do this, yeah. don't question yourself. But yeah. you're only going to hear that if you settle all that monkey mind. Yeah, that's right. You've got to allow yourself to listen, don't you? So, Craig, I think I could talk to you for weeks about this, actually. (laughs) So I'm so grateful for your time. Now, how can people get in touch with you, Get grab a copy of your book and also check out your programs? You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, all the normal social platforms, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, but LinkedIn is probably the best way. Go to craigwilson.com, which is... Craig with a H, it's Gaelic, C-R-A-I-G-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. You can Google me and check out. There's plenty of stuff on the on the internet. My best-selling book, Intuitive, How to Access and Use Your Birth-Given Intuition in Any uh, Great Bookstore, uh, Booktopia, Amazon, online. Yeah. And, it, yeah, great idea for Christmas. So if, I think if you want to build your community, uh, if you're a uh, female and you're interested and your husband's sort of or partner's sort of not sure but supports you, might be a good idea, you know, if they're open to it, only if they're open to it. But um, it's a good place to start. And mm-hmm. I've, I've got clients that have read the book and then done the program and it just makes so much more sense, obviously, once yeah. they've done the program. But it, um, it's it's a really practical guide, 38 chapters, three sections. Uh, it's, a, it's a big read but an easy read, 87,000 words. Um, um, you can uh, read any chapter as you like. Um, lots of quotes in there, points at the end, but it's a real practical evergreen guide that you can go to. Yeah, amazing. And I will share the links with the show notes as well. And and the last thing is uh, it's nearly sold out, but uh, my next uh, uh, high-frequency business program for women is in mid-February. So there's a couple of spots left and there's uh, also some one-on-one for the right people by application only. But you you really need to be like you, Julie, someone who's going to hold yourself accountable, be coachable, willing to do the work. Um, and then look through this work, as we were saying before we start, Julie, through a spiritual lens, an energetic lens, mm. sure, a logical lens, but, you know, what you know, um, a learning lens, you know, how can I connect with other people? Mm. In, intuition is beca- becomes more tangible as you use it more and trust them all. Great. Words of wisdom to finish on there, Craig. Thank you so much for your time today. Been a pleasure. And, yeah, love to come back. But, yes, love always talking about intuition. It's just such a joy to see more corporate people. And as you know, so many people in transition right now out of corporations into their own who am I, what am I. So now's a great time to work with people like you, others, and myself to find out who am I, how do I get on path? How do I actually follow my bliss? How do I actually, some of you will feel like you've got a mission 
as yeah. I do and yeah. and you and you know how do I actually express that and um, how can I make a difference but also be you know rewarded and paid well for it fantastic thank you Craig thank you thanks for listening and I hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership your business and your life Please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network. Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.